This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. Going to tell you that there were 13 individuals that were killed in Cabal. That was not necessary. But because of this administration and their lack of care about how you exit a battle zone is why these people are dead. Now... I'm a Marine Gunny. Of those individuals, 11 of them were Marines. One of them was a Navy corpsman, and one of them was with the Army. So what I want to talk to you today about is the Marine Corps. Who is the Marine Corps, and why do we have a Marine Corps. And I'm going to present to you Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller that is a highly decorated 17-year veteran in the Marine Corps and he came to a conclusion that the leadership of the military is insane. I can't put it any other way. So let's start this off by listening to this great, great patriot and battlefield individual that has been there, done that, and explains that we are in a very bad situation with the military in general. Good evening. My name is Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller, United States Marine Corps. I'm the current battalion commander for Advanced Infantry Training Battalion. I've been in the Marine Infantry for 17 years. Started my tour with Victor 1-8. It's the current unit that's doing perimeter security, dealing with the mess that's going on there. I, you can see open source reporting that there was an explosion and some people were killed. I know through my inside channels that one of those people that were killed was a someone that I have a personal relationship with. We won't go into more details because the families are still being notified. Not making this video because um, it, it's you know, potentially an emotional time, making it because I have a growing discontent and contempt for my perceived ineptitude at the foreign policy level. And I want to specifically ask some questions to some of my senior leaders. And I'll say, as a person that's not at 20 years, um, I feel like I have a lot to lose. If you play chess, you can only see two to three moves out because there's too many variables. I thought through if, if I post this video, what might happen to me, especially if the video picks up traction, if I have the courage to post it. But I think what you believe in can only be defined by what you're willing to risk. So if I'm willing to risk my current battalion commander seat 
my retirement, my family stability to say some of the things that I want to say. I think it gives me some moral high ground to demand the same honesty, integrity, accountability from my senior leaders. And so I want to start with, we'll just use the Marine Corps, my, we'll just stick with the Marine Corps. So in the current fallout of Afghanistan, a lot of Marines were posted on social media and in response to that, the Commandant published a letter, which is the service chief of the Marine Corps. And I want to read from it. It was dated 18 August, so only a week ago. The Commandant Sir, you wrote, some of you may be struggling with a simple question. Was it all worth it? We want you to know that your service is meaningful, powerful, and important. You fought for the Marine to your left and the Marine to your right. You never let them down. And then you go on to say that, you know, if we're, we're struggling, we should, we should seek counseling, which... You know, I get it. People have killed people. Um, I've killed people, and I, and I seek counseling, um, and that's fine. There's a time and place for that. But the reason people are so upset on social media right now is not because the Marine on the battlefield let someone down. That service member has always rose to the occasion and done extraordinary things. People are upset because their senior leaders let them down, and none of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability or saying, we messed this up. If an 05 battalion commander has uh, the simplest live fire incident EO complaint, boom, fired. But we have a secretary of defense that testified to Congress in May that the Afghan National Security Force could withstand the Taliban advance. We have chairmen of Joint Chief, who the commandant is a member of that, who's supposed to advise on military policy. We have a Marine combatant commander. All of these people are supposed to advise. And I'm not saying we've got to be in the in Afghanistan forever, but I am saying did any of you throw your rank on the table and say, hey, it's a bad idea to evacuate Bagram Airfield, the strategic air barriers, before we evacuate everyone? Did anyone do that? And when you didn't think to do that, did anyone raise their hand and say, we completely messed this up? I've got battalion commander friends right now that are posting similar things, and they're saying, you know, wondering if it, all the lives were lost and, and if it was in vain, all those, all those people that we've lost over the last you know, 20 years. And he goes on to say that we're all part of a chain. While every link may not be tested, the strength of the chain is only as strong as each link, and you gotta be you know, good link, something like that. And what I'll say is, and from my position, potentially all those people did die in vain if we don't have senior leaders that own up and, and raise their hand and say, we did not do this well in the end. Without that, we just keep repeating the same mistakes, this amalgamation of the economic slash corporate slash political slash higher military ranks are not holding up their end of the bargain. I wanna say this very strongly. I have been fighting for 17 years. I am willing to throw it all away to say to my senior leaders, I demand accountability. Look, Marines are trained to fight battles and not play politics. But those of us that have seen the destruction of our brothers and sisters in battle have a, an, an issue when the leadership does not do what is necessary for Americans and our allies. And this lieutenant colonel 
is coming out explaining why we have to stand back and pay attention to this communist government that is being formed. Yes, military people in this country can be communists, which is unfortunate, but that's what's happening. What I want to do today is I'm going to play two clips. They're about 10, 12 minutes apiece. And the first one is going to be the Commandant's Marine Corps birthday message in 2010. Now, why am I doing this? Because every year, Marines get together to celebrate the history of the Marine Corps and the messages that come from the Commandant display what is going on or what has gone on throughout that year for the Marine Corps, what we have done, what we have support, and the lives that we have saved. And we get to come together for a Marine Corps ball birthday where we can reflect on the last year as a Marine. So I'm going to play these two clips. Now, why 2010? Because it's 10 years ago compared to 2020. I'm going to follow up after these clips to explain what I'm talking about between 2010 and 2020. In the meantime, take a good listen to the Marine Corps message that the Commandant tells his Marines every single year during our birthday celebration. And maybe you might have a glimpse in understanding what the Marine Corps is and why we have it and how this nation cannot and will never exist without the Marine Corps. On Sunday, June 25th, communist forces attacked the Republic of Korea. This attack has made it clear beyond all doubt that the international communist movement is willing to use armed invasion to conquer independent nations. An act of aggression such as this creates a very real danger to the security of all three nations. For 235 years, Marines have fought and prevailed in every clime and place. From the wheat fields of Bella Wood to the coral island of Peleliu, from the hills around Pusan and the steamy jungles of Vietnam to the deserts of Iraq and the river valleys of Afghanistan, there is one breed of warrior that has succeeded in the face of hardship and adversity, the United States Marine. There are only two kinds of people who understand Marines. And the enemy. So it's true. Freedom is not free, but the United States Marine Corps will pay most of your share.
60 years ago, the Korean War began and the Marine Corps waged one of the most savage campaigns in our history, the Battle at the Chosen Reservoir. As we pause to celebrate the birthday of our Corps, we pay special tribute to the Marines of the Korean War and recognize their contribution to our legacy. Throughout the history of our Corps, United States Marines have operated from sea to shore and beyond. Marines have always prevailed against our nation's foe in every climate place. And that legacy continues today through warriors like you. All I know is uh, that, that I'm proud that even though I never went to boot camp, I can call myself a Marine. Some of these reservists coming in, some of them were corporals, but none of them had been through boot camp. And uh, this is where uh, I, uh, I guess I'm pretty much a stickler for discipline. And the gunny said, uh, Lieutenant, you know, if, if this was stateside, uh, half your men would be over the hill, but the, the other half will follow you to hell. And I said, well, everybody's going to follow me to hell. The constants of the cold, I mean, it was, it was always with you. You never got warm. Not only cold, but it was scary. Scary cold when you can't see anything through the snow but you know they're there. I could tell that something was going to happen. I, I just had a feeling. The 27th of November is when they first hit. They had like hundred and some thousand Chinese came in to wipe out the 1st Marine Division. Uh, Chinese attackers came across the field. Infantry units and attackers were small arms. We're overrun every day and every night. Uh, that we held them back. The guys were coming up the hill and there were bodies all over the place and the snow was blood red and it was freezing cold, it was so cold. I would say that the cold was a blessing to me because I was wounded in so many different places. I would have bled to death had it not been for the cold coagulating the blood. My impression about the Marines, I mean, they did a darn good job. You know, we came out of there 70-some miles walking and bringing our equipment and majority of our dead and wounded. History uh, shows that, uh, that that phrase out of the Marine Corps hymn, any climb, any place, is true. Uh, we, did, we did what had to be done. We learned fast and uh, we were effective. Supported by Marine Air, the 1st Marine Division fought their way from the Chosen Reservoir some 78 miles south to the port of Hung Nam. Had it not been for air support, we would not have gotten out of there. You always tell the, the single men for the married men because of how high they came in. Of the nearly 15,000 Marines involved in the battle, over 4,400 were killed or wounded. The Chinese and North Korean forces suffered losses of over 37,000 men. I did my duty. I protected my fellow Marines. They protected me. And uh, I'm prouder of that 
than the fact that the government decided to give me the Medal of Honor. The Chinese had the mission to annihilate the division and they did not accomplish that. I can remember seeing artillery pieces with dead bodies wired on the barrel of the gun, like washed, and taking them out of there to make sure that they got a decent burial. And it just really impressed me. The Marines at the reservoir were uh, Marines like in the Second World War, they were Marines like they were in the First World War. They were truly uh, superb. We have fought uh, from the Chosen uh, to the, uh, the desert environment of Iraq, which is 142 degrees with nowhere near 80 to 100 pounds of battle armor on. This past year marked the end of Marine Corps combat operations in Iraq. Yeah. We honor all Marines who served valiantly in Al Anbar province and throughout Iraq and recognize their efforts, knowing they departed under a pennant of victory. You know, my niece or my nephew, when they grow up one day, they're gonna look at uh, those Marines and, and say those are my heroes just like we do for the Marines that have gone before us. Today in the rugged mountains and valleys of Afghanistan and on Navy ships throughout the globe, Marines are again fighting to preserve our freedom just as they did 60 years ago in Korea. I love being able to leave the wire with 12 other Marines and millions of dollars of equipment. Be responsible to come back with them and say, hey, we got all our equipment, we got all our Marines. I, I love that responsibility. I think the Marines today are as good, if not better, than they were back then. We have some of the finest young NCOs that the world will ever see. I look at them guys and like, oh, where's my helmet, you know? Same guys. If you ask me personally what it is that, that drives me to go in, a hot zone. It's probably because I couldn't live with myself if I left them in there and didn't go in and try to get them out. Areas where there's death involved, there's brotherhood, believe me. If you hurt and wounded, be coming to get you. You know, the Marine to the left and to the right, those are the ones who are going to understand exactly what you're going through and they're the ones going to help you get through it. We'll go through a mountain, we'll go above a mountain, go through the water, mud, Heat, cold, don't matter. I, I believe, you know, any, any climb, any place, you know, not just with the terrain, the environment, but the, the Marines themselves. They don't care where they're at as long as they're, as long as they're doing their part. You know, seeing, you know, close to 150, 160 degrees of temperature change in, in seven months, that, uh, if that's not any climbing place, I don't know what is. Synonymous with Korea uh, in terms of mountainous environments, um, the Marines just get it done. They get it done. It is our duty to go out and do the bidding for our nation when they call upon us to serve. Since 1775, Marines have forged a legacy of warfighting excellence. Past and present, young and old, we keep faith with the traditions of our Corps and honor the memories of those who have gone before. As we look to the future, the Marine Corps will continue its role as America's expeditionary force in readiness. We will succeed in our vital mission in Afghanistan. 
will respond to our nation's calling throughout the globe and reposture the Corps to meet the many challenges of the future. As we celebrate the 235th birthday of our Corps, we honor the heroes of the Korean War and salute the service of all Marines, past and present. And we appreciate the support and sacrifices of our families and friends. Happy birthday, Marines. And Semper Fidelis. That was the Marine Corps Commandant's message in 2010 where we celebrated those that fought in Korea and was fighting against communism in a foreign land, not here in Korea, in a foreign land. Next, I'm going to play the 245th Marine Corps birthday message by the Commandant and listen to this because this is the message from last year about the Marine Corps. Take a good listen to the 245th Marine Corps birthday message. I am absolutely proud to be a Marine. I'm proud of my service. I'm proud of the fact that I was in a position to do something to preserve my freedom and to hold on to those values that can only be had by free people. Trust is not given, nor is it easily earned. Today, the trust of the nation is our inheritance, a trust earned through the selfless valor and determined actions of generations of Marines on the distant shores and misty battlefields of our storied past. We were really snowed as to why we would need so many Marines to take this little piece of rock. But after the first day, when they lost so many wounded and killed, they announced that night, you know, we're going to shore. And the island was so different in its appearance from, from Guam and the other islands that we'd been on. There was no jungle, wasn't anything. Even though we'd been in combat before, you could see right off it wasn't going to be anything like what we had experienced before. Long before we wear the uniform, long before the eagle, globe, and anchor is etched on our soul, we sense the special appeal that sets Marines apart. Our ethos, values, and character speak to our nation's heart. All I wanted was an opportunity. Don't give me anything else, just let me, you know, just show me the way and I'll get it done. And that was my motivation. I got an opportunity to serve in the Marine Corps and I chose special forces. You know, I chose Force Recon and I did three tours in Force Recon. Did fairly well. Uh, got a chance to be a combat swimmer. Made three combat dives and two swims of 1,500 meters in enemy territory. And we fought our way from the DMZ back to a city. 
and Team Redman, it, it was my team. Our nation expects us to be the world's finest military professionals, to be capable and ready, and to represent all that is good about the United States. A nation of diverse heritages, united by common values. There's no tighter unit in the world than the Marine Corps. I mean, you, you know, you, you join the Air Force, you join the Navy, you become a Marine. And it's something that sticks with you the rest of your life. The spirit of this ethos is born in the hearts of men and women by a common calling, a desire to serve, and a sense of duty born in ideals like patriotism, valor, and fidelity. When the Japanese struck Pearl Harbor, the atmosphere of the country was entirely different than it is now. So everyone was talking and trying to figure out what they could do. I decided that I would go into the Marine Corps. No matter who you are, do some kind of service for your country. I've always been proud to say that I was in the Marine Corps. Our ethos is who we are and what we believe. I was 18 years old then. You, 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 you find out what you got when you need it. And I just thought I wasn't gonna die that The NVA had came into our perimeter. All I had was a K-bar. I crawled over and I found my assistant gunner. We could hear Eli, the gunner, was shot up and they'd come in and took Eli and drug him back into the hamlet. So I told Bob, I'm going after Eli. And I just went screaming and I dove in and I dispatched him. And then I picked Eli up, I picked the gun up, and I got us the hell out of there. To be courageous is to do what is right, to adhere to a higher standard of personal conduct, to lead by example, and to make tough decisions under stress and pressure. Marines train, Marines fight, and Marines win. Always. We set up security and they took off into the, on a patrol into the village. 0530, that's when the fireworks started. We're trying to find our way over there and the second time we found more, you know, and some of them were dead and then some of them were alive trying to take cover. I sped up and got between the village and the guys that were our guys, yeah, we were getting shot at and, and Myra was just going away, just boom, 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 boom. I'm alive because of Myra. I'll be dead honest with you. I've never seen the... <clears throat> a young man have that much courage. Our nation finds in its Marine Corps men and women committed to preserving trust that's been built over the last 245 years. Marines once transformed are forever changed, instilled with the beliefs, ideals, and virtues that have meaning deeper than words. These ideals, honor, courage, commitment, form the bedrock of our institutional and individual character. On this birthday, our nation finds in its Marine Corps men and women who know the meaning of patriotism, valor, duty, 
strength, discipline, and innovation. We must be faithful to our country, to our core, and to each other. This faithfulness must never be compromised. We must respect each other, believe in each other, trust each other. Our nation finds in its Marine Corps a ready and capable force never content with the status quo or being average. Marines meet and exceed the standard. That is what Marines do, and that is what the nation expects. Semper Fidelis, and happy birthday, Marines. The Secretary of Navy was James Forrester in February 19 of 1945 when the Marines landed in Iwo Jima. And he said this, the raising of that flag on Mount Sarabachi means a Marine Corps for the next 500 years. He wasn't lying. The Marine Corps gets it done. Even though the politicians will fail the American citizens, the Marine Corps will never. Semper Fidelis, always faithful. We will do the job that we have been tasked to do. This is the Marine Corps. And it's a shame that the politicians stand behind their selfishness and their power over the liberty of America. There's many Americans and many Afghan people that helped us that are going to be killed in that country because of the bad decisions of politicians, not Marines. We would have taken every single piece of equipment and every person out of that theater of combat because that's what Marines do. When we were in Korea, if we couldn't take it out, it was destroyed so the enemy could not use it. Stand up, show up, and speak up. This is the gunny out.